Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Podbean, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter, we have Facebook, and we have Instagram. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights highlights from across college and NFL football and Instagram. All you got to do is type in at pigskin frenzy, follow and like the page there. You'll get trivia stories and you'll have a new about me page on there. You'll get episode updates as well as everything up to date with all things pigskin frenzy. Okay. Just wanted to take a second to apologize for no new episode last Thursday, no NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy last Thursday. Coming home from a July 4th trip, and as one does, I caught something, got sick, and was feeling a little bit under the weather, and was physically able to not be able to talk on this microphone. But now I'm back. So episode 39, Pigskin Frenzy today, and we've got a lot to talk about. Quite interesting uh, with everything going on in the world of college football in the news, and it's from a university that you least expect. We're going to dive deep into what's been going on down at Northwestern up in Evanston, Illinois, uh, about 20 minutes out from Chicago. And we're going to dive deep into what has been going on there. That's pretty much the whole episode. Don't leave yet. Uh, if you haven't heard any of these, you, you know, of what's been going on, this news about what's going on up in Evanston, Illinois. Please just tune into Pigskin Frenzy and just listen and take a, you know, watch and listen and take a step, you know, just relax and listen to what's been going on. So just subscribe to the channel on YouTube, follow, like each episode and leave comments down below. Follow, share around with others on Podbean and Spotify, follow on Twitter, follow on Facebook and follow on Instagram for all things Pigskin Frenzy. Okay, let's dive deep into it. College football, we're back, you know. Uh, and we're going to, you know, just kick it right off with, with what's been going on in the headlines and the reports down in Chicago, Illinois, and Northwestern. So, according to every sports outlet, and before I, w- before I get into this, I've been scrolling on Twitter. I was like, okay, what's been going on? You know, what's happening? So, I was up in, you know up for, you know, July 4th vacation a few days ago, and all of a sudden, I'm seeing, you know, you know, some allegations. This is when I was coming down, you know, and feeling under the weather, but I was just scrolling through, and then all of a sudden, some headlines reported, and were popping up a developing story reported by ESPN that some allegations were, you know, amongst the Northwestern team, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. This is some stuff that y- you wouldn't expect, not from a Pat Fitzgerald-led program, right? So 
dig some more digging, did some more digging, and I'm now going to share some information on you and, you know, bestow it upon you if you haven't heard it already of what's been going on at Northwestern. So, according to some reports, you know, there have been some allegations about hazing around the Northwestern football team. Hazing. you thinking, okay, hazing. Like, I mean, define hazing. We'll define hazing as, you know, normally people define it as, you know, sort of like, okay, you're in a fraternity and there's rituals to get into that fraternity or sorority. Hazing. That's what hazing is, kind of. You got to do some embarrassing things, some stuff that could be jokes, but also they take it a little bit too far because it's for the brotherhood of, you know, this fraternity or sorority or whatever. I, when I was in college, I didn't get into any of that. I, I was straight independent. I was just going to go to school, get my grades, and get my diploma. So, <clears throat> but you, you get what I'm saying. Hazing, an initiation type thing to join something, right? So there were some reports of hazing, and hazing can go a little bit too far. And with all these allegations, it's looking like it is caught up to the Northwestern football program. Uh, And I hate to hear about this because Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald is, in my mind, one of the most underrated coaches in college football. And you're probably going to say, Joel, why are you saying that with all the allegations coming out now? You're saying, like, this man should be, you know, punished I'm going to get to that, <laughs> but you you got to think of he's had some good moments and some good seasons in Northwestern's history, and you're, you're talking about the personification of Northwestern. Again, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Let's go over some of these notes uh, that I've, you know, collected, but so reports came out from across multiple outlets that there were allegations of hazing around the Northwestern football team. There was a full investigation, and according to Dustin Jones of NPR.com, go and read this article. It's, you know, it's amazing. He details some of the findings of this investigation that the president has published, and here are some of the findings. 11 current or former players did acknowledge that the hazing has taken place in the program. <clears throat> so there has been alleged hazing in the program, and uh, it was among football players himself and students on campus. So, the hazing included forced participation, nudity, and sexualized acts of degrading nature. Let me repeat that. Forced participation, nudity, and sexualized acts of degrading nature in violation of university policies. That's not okay. When you think about that under anyone's watch, doesn't matter. It's not okay. And plus, you can't sit there and say, okay, I have no reconciliation of that. I don't know. I don't, you know, don't have any knowledge of that, you should, right? You need to be keeping up with your program. That's your job, Uh, not just as a coach or a representative. People need to be keeping up with this stuff, right? You're thinking, I can't control. These are are people. I can't control what they do. When it comes to your program, you can control them. You can control what they do, and you can control the look of your program. And this is just going to, you know, it just gets deeper and deeper from here on out. So, no students are no uh, are you know that we know of are to have suffered physical injury, which is good news. Good news. But what's the mental and emotional aspect of all of this? That's the real key here. Some players have found the hazing to be harmful with long term consequences. Others have found the hazing just a joke and nothing really all that serious. But when you think about that, 
okay, people, other player, other players or students are like, okay, it's just a joke, right? They don't find they don't they don't take any offense to it. But what about the players? You know, some players who you know found the hazing. You know, they're like, okay, we, we y'all are going we're going a little bit too far on this, right? This hurts long term. It hurts. You got to think about that stuff. Mental health is very important. All right, mental health can lead to physical health. Okay, uh, it's one of those things where you need to keep an eye on that stuff and you need to look out for that stuff. People don't consider, you know, okay, you're not hurt physically, you're okay. Yeah, but think about mentally and emotionally, right? And I think a lot of representatives of this, you know, program of this university need to look at people's mental health. And let's look at what the consequences are behind of what happened uh, during all this hazing. So, and, you know, it's it's literally, it's one of those things where, you know, you got to keep in check and you got to keep up. Again, it is your job as a school, coaches, <clears throat> university, representative, that, you know, you need to keep up with this stuff. It's your job. They're just people. We can't keep up with all these people. Yes, you can. If it's for the university, if it's for the football program, you got to keep up with these people. You got to, you are in control of what they do. So, moving on, hazing was well-known in the program, but there is no sustainable uh, sustainable evidence that Coach Fitzgerald knew about the rituals. So, here is where I lead into <clears throat> this, right? Uh, it's hard, if this has been going on for a while, to, you know, that you did not know about it. I'm not going to sit there and say, put the blame game on Fitzgerald but I'm not going to defend him either, right? I'm pretty neutral about this. <coughs> I'm pretty neutral about this. And I, I am going to sit there and say, you know, say, okay, you're a horrible person. No, no, I'm not saying any of that. But what I will say is if you, if it, if it, if it just now started happening, sure, you know, there's, there could be a, a part where you didn't know. However, if if former players are coming out and saying hazing is a problem, former players who haven't who haven't been there in a minute are saying this is an issue. You were there. There's no way you didn't know about it. It's kind of not a good look on your part. That's all I'm going to say. It's not a really a, the best look on your part. It's one of those things where you it needs to be addressed and something needs to change. Right? Something needs to be said. Something needs to be done. So. Uh, according to ESPN's Adam Rittenberg, amazing reporter, go look at his stuff, follow him on Twitter as well. There was a statement posted about the entire football team that, you know, sticking behind Coach Fitzgerald and calling the hazing allegations exaggerated and twisted, and that, that they said that Coach Fitzgerald knew nothing about the allegations. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's true. Maybe he didn't keep up with anything going on by the football players, but... As a football team, you need to take accountable of your actions and you need to, you know, hold yourself accountable for any wrongdoing that you've done, right? Don't defend yourself. If you're doing something wrong, you need to address the problem, apologize, and move forward. Hold yourself accountable for it. This is serious stuff. Hazing is serious. 
And for everybody that's saying, oh, Joel, you're, it's, just a, it's just rituals. You're just joking around. Hazing's serious. It can lead to long-term consequences, and it could lead to mental health issues down the road. It's serious, man. It's a serious problem, and it needs to be addressed. And this is a, a huge issue, not just with Northwestern, but in colleges across America. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Okay, so where do we go from here? I was just sitting there thinking, okay, y'all posted statements yesterday. That's fine. Where do we go from here? Well, I'll tell you what happened and where we went from there. So yesterday, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel, great uh, sports writer of the year, by the way, guys, shout out to Pete Thamel, great reporter for college football. Northwestern has fired coach Pat Fitzgerald due to these allegations. Pat Fitzgerald, been there for about 17 seasons, played at Northwestern. He is a Northwestern Wildcat through and through. He played there for 12, 17 years, was fired like that due to allegations. Northwestern are retaining their assistant coaches, according to ESPN. And in another statement, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel, Coach Fitzgerald said that he's hired a high-profile attorney, quote, to take the necessary steps to protect my rights in accordance of the law. <laughs> Fitzgerald said that he was surprised when he learned that the president of the school unliterally pulled back their agreement of the two-week suspension. I didn't mention that. He was suspended for two weeks because of the, during the investigation. He was suspended on leave for two weeks. He was, you know, they pulled back their agreement of suspension without any communication to him, and then they fired him. So basically, he's getting his legal, legal team ready to act on a wrongful termination, you know, disagreement there. So... I think that's where we go. It's a little ugly. Not what you want to see from a guy that has been there for 17 years and y'all have, you know, had a long history with coming back at the school for a wrongful termination, you know, settlement, right? When you look at everything, it's a sad situation. Here are my thoughts on it. You look and you're thinking, okay, you know, this is a sad moment right here. Pat Fitzgerald, been there for 17 seasons. He was a he he was a, you know, a player at Northwestern, gave his heart and his soul to Northwestern. <coughs> Could have gone anywhere. Could have done anything else. But he wanted to be a Northwestern Wildcat through and through. The sad thing about everything was the situation that was that has happened within the program, right? Did he know? Did he not know? I don't know any of that. Here's my here's my thing. I'm not defending him, but I'm not against him either. Do I think that there should have been some stuff done? Absolutely. Do I think that there should have been, you know, should he have known about this stuff and reported it? Absolutely, I do think he should have known. I, should, I think he should have kept up a lot better with, what's, with what happened in the program. However, do I think after 17 seasons, could there have been some sort of resolve? You know, like some sort of resolve, some sort of 
area where we, you know, could have been uh, gone with another punishment and caught and could have gone about it another way. I also agree with that also. I think there could have been another way to go about this. I think, you know, firing out of the firing him out of the blue without him knowing to anyone is wrong. You need to let the guy know first, hey, we're letting you go. That's fine. But they did not let him know. That's not right. It's wrong on Northwestern's part for doing that. <coughs> you conduct the investigation thoroughly. You let him go with communication and thoroughly. Now there's legal action involved. It's getting ugly, and this is what I was afraid of. I was afraid that it was going to get worse before it got better. Here's my thing. Is Northwestern the only school out there that has hazing within their team and program? If anybody's listening right there, you're probably thinking, I just dropped my pin. Pin drop. Literally, is there a, another school out there that probably has this? And, and it's not under it's not under the light yet. I would probably assume, safely assume, could be, yeah. I think that how this was handled could bring in a bigger light into college football. I think it could, it, it could expose more schools, right? Uh, I think a lot of people in college football could learn from this and probably need to wake up a little bit from this and wake up as in this is the way the world of college football works, you know. Allegations come across. The dream could be over just like that within the snap of your fingers. And I, I feel like, like I said, that's just the way college football is, is being run now. I feel like that a lot of schools have this issue and we just don't really know it yet. Or we're never going to know it. Sit there and say, hey, we're never going to know it. But they're looking at this and being like, okay, we need to start, you know, if there is some stuff going on within this program, within our program, we need to report this and let it go to rest, right? And, you know, not let it have some big investigation, you know, and let it go. My thing is this. <coughs> Sorry, my voice and coughing here, guys. Like I said, it was under the weather, so bear with me. But hazing is a real issue. It's a huge issue. Doesn't need to happen. Within football programs, within universities, doesn't need to happen. Everyone needs to be included. You don't have to do rituals, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to do rituals to be a part of a football team of a sorority just to fit in it's a load of of baloney it really is it's a load of garbage and if people think that they need to sit there and embarrass themselves and ridicule themselves to fit in with someone then that's something that i wouldn't want to be a part of and it's something that i wouldn't want to join uh if that's what northwestern is decommit and go somewhere else and that way you'll fit in there no i'm not saying de decommit from northwestern but if it, that's the case i would decommit yes it's not right it's not 
It's not right at all. It, it, it's one of those things where if you need, if you want to fit in, you don't have to put up with that garbage to fit in with anything. That's not, guys, <coughs> I know this is pigskin frenzy, but now I'm going on a rant a little bit. That's not just with football. That's with life, too. Do not, and I mean do not, put up with anything just to fit in with a crowd of people. Hands down. Don't fit in. Don't, don't sit there and, and embarrass yourself and literally almost, almost kill yourself to fit in. Right? That's not right. It's not cool. Don't harm yourself to fit in with anything. Emotionally, mentally, physically. That is my big, big pet peeve with a lot of what's going on in college, athletics, and in universities in general. Academically, athletically. It's wrong. It's not right. Now, here's my counterpart with this. Pat Fitzgerald's a man. At the end of the day, he's got a family. All he has known for the past 17 seasons is Northwestern Wildcat football. He's known the purple, white, and black for as long as he's been a player there. That's all he's known. So, instead of just sitting there saying shame on him and belittling him and belittling, you know, his family and all this stuff, right? Pray for him, right? Just sit, gather around, pray for him, and let them have comfort because he just lost his job, right? He's got to find another place, another avenue to where he can, you know, another norm, so to speak, to fit in, right, and to, you know, get adjusted to for his for his family, to provide, you know, food on the table for his family, right? So, you know, have thoughts and prayers for them. Not only that, have thoughts and prayers for people who are getting hazed, not just in Northwestern, but across America. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers because it's not right. Hazing is wrong. Don't do it ever don't join up don't be a part of it and don't go through with it and don't put yourself through it right it's dumb it's a waste of time and <clears throat> just know your worth and know that you're better than that out there so you know thoughts and prayers with everybody involved with this hazing allegations you know everybody at northwestern uh i'm neutral on it i don't agree with anything going on with the hazing, but I'm also not going to sit there and belittle Coach Fitzgerald. I'm not going to belittle anybody. The president, I'm not going to belittle him. I'm not going to belittle anybody involved. Just prayers and thoughts for everybody going out, you know, into these allegations because it's wrong. It's terrible. It's sad, and it's something that you don't want to see, and it's a, it's, a, it's a relationship that has happened for 17 seasons that came to an end in a matter of days because of this. So... That's all we got for Pigskin Frenzy today. A big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
Twitter. It's at pigskin underscore frenzy. Type it in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. Pigskin Frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. And Instagram, just at Pigskin Frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates, trivia stories. Uh, There's a bio about me on there. And as well, you'll get everything up to date with episodes and all things Pigskin Frenzy. Again, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday. Again, uh, we'll be back this Thursday. You're thinking, okay, you said that last time. We will be back Thursday for an edition of Pigskin Frenzy, and we will be back for, you know, NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy Thursday. So, again, big thank you again, Joel Norris, signing off, and we will see you Thursday for an edition of Pigskin Frenzy, NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy, and for everybody out there, stay the course.